0: back to the Curious Kid Podcast. We have a really exciting topic to learn about this week, but a couple of quick things before we get started.
1: We have a huge announcement coming next week.
0: That's right. You are going to want to hear our announcement next week. We are going to announce a major change coming to the podcast starting at the beginning of 2020, which is just a few weeks away.
1: We also have a new patron.
0: For those of you that don't know what she's talking about, there is a Curious Kid Podcast Patreon page. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. If you want to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon page. For as little as $1, you can get a bunch of great perks that we offer like a shout-out, Curious Kid Podcast merchandise, or your favorite episode transcript signed with a note from Olivia. Check us out on Patreon for more. You can find the link in the show notes for all of our episodes.
1: Thanks to our newest patron, Felipe L.
0: Thank you, Felipe, for your support. Once we get to 20 patrons, we will also start releasing an additional episode monthly for our Patreon supporters only. And those episodes will cover current events in a way that will entertain and educate kids and grown-ups like all our regular episodes. Okay, Olivia, what are we getting curious about this week?
1: This week we are getting curious about money.
0: Money is really fun and interesting. We are also very excited to have a special guest join us for this episode. His name is Brett, and he is a financial advisor from the great state of New York.
1: What is a financial advisor?
0: Great question. A financial advisor is someone who helps people save their money for the future. I see money the same way I see health. Let me explain. Eating healthy is a great way to get fit and healthy, but if someone wants to be super strong and fit, it is important to not only eat healthy foods, but also to exercise. Both diet and exercise are super important in being healthy. This is why I compare it to money. When people get money, whether it's a grown up that goes to work for money, or a kid who might get money for doing chores or as an allowance or for birthday gifts, that's only part of it. What you do after you get your money is just as important. The same way that exercise is just as important as eating healthy to be fit and strong.
1: This is where financial advisors come in.
0: Exactly. Financial advisors like Brett could help you do smart things with your money so that you are able to save lots of money for the future. Stick around to hear Olivia interview Brett so we can get some helpful tips on saving money. Alright, what's the question of the week?
1: The question of the week is, which coins have ridges?
0: That's a great one. We handle money but may not pay attention to the detail. In the United States, there are four major coins. They are the penny, nickel, dime, and quarter. Two of those coins are smooth on the edges and the other two have ridges. Can you guess which two coins have ridges? Okay, let's start talking about pennies.
1: Every penny is worth one cent.
0: That means you need 100 pennies to equal one dollar. The penny was the first coin introduced in the year 1793, and it was a lot bigger than today's penny, making it hard to use. It wasn't replaced by the smaller penny until 64 years later.
1: Abraham Lincoln's face is on the penny.
0: It is, and he was the first person to be featured on American coins. Lincoln's face was put on the penny starting in the year 1909, which would have been his 100th birthday. At the time, the tails side of the coin had two wheat stalks on it. That lasted for 50 years, until in 1959, the wheat stalks were replaced by the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., which has been on the penny ever since.
1: There's a time that pennies and dimes look the same.
0: This is interesting. If you've ever seen or touched pennies and dimes, you know that they are very close in size. The color is the easiest way to tell them apart, because pennies are made of copper, making it easy to tell them apart from the, all the other coins. Well, in 1943, copper was needed to make materials during the Second World War, so pennies were made from zinc-coated steel for that year only. Because those pennies were silvery, it made them look a lot like dimes. Luckily that only happened for one year.
1: Guess this, the penny is not actually called the penny.
0: This was a surprise for me. The correct name of the coin is the one-cent coin. The word penny came from a British coin that had a similar value. British pennies were accepted for money in the early years of the United States. Although the British penny hasn't been an accepted form of currency in the United States for many, many years, the name penny stuck around for good.
1: Let's move on to the nickel. The nickel is worth five cents.
0: That means you need 20 nickels to equal one dollar.
1: It's called nickel because it's made out of nickel.
0: That's true, but it wasn't always that way. It used to be made of silver. When American coins were first made, there was a rule that they all had to be made of gold, silver, or copper. Before 1866, the coin that is now the nickel was made of silver, and it was also called the half-dime, not the nickel.
1: That is really confusing.
0: Well, prepare to get more confused. The nickel is made of copper and nickel. In fact, about three-quarters of the coin is copper, and just one-quarter is nickel. This means that the outside of the nickel is made of nickel, but the inside is copper and looks more like a penny.
1: Thomas Jefferson's face is on the nickel.
0: He was our third president, and his face is on one side. On the other side of the nickel is Monticello, which was Thomas Jefferson's home that he built himself. Jefferson has been on the nickel since the year 1938.
1: A dime is worth 10 cents. You need 10 dimes to make a one dollar.
0: Franklin Roosevelt's face is on the dime. He was our 32nd president.
1: The dime is the smallest and thinnest coin we use.
0: The word dime is based on the Latin word decimus, which means one-tenth. That makes sense, because a dime is one-tenth of a dollar. The word dime used to have the letter S in it. It used to be spelled D-I-S-M-E, but it was still pronounced dime.
1: The quarter is the biggest coin, and it's worth 25 cents.
0: That means you only need four quarters to make one dollar.
1: That makes sense, and that is why it's called a quarter.
0: George Washington can be found on the quarter. This is a bit ironic. When he was alive, they wanted to start using his face on coins, but he said no. He didn't want his face on coins because that would make the United States too much like a monarchy.
1: What's a monarchy?
0: Great question. A monarchy is an area that is ruled by a monarch, like a king or queen. The United States was trying to form a democracy where everyone has power, not just one person. If George Washington were alive today, he would probably be disappointed that his face is on the quarter.
1: He would be really sad to know that he is also on the $1 bill.
0: He is. So there was a lot of controversy about using paper money. The government was worried that it would be too easy to make fake paper money. So paper money didn't appear until much later than coins.
1: Paper money isn't really even made out of paper.
0: What we call paper money is really made out of 75% cotton and 25% linen.
1: It costs about 5 cents to make a dollar.
0: The exact cost is 5.4 cents. That's what it costs the Federal Reserve to make each dollar bill. That's not bad, but here's a silly fact. It actually costs 1.5 cents to make a penny. That's more than the penny is really worth.
1: The number 13 is everywhere on the $1 bill.
0: I never knew this until I did research for this episode. There are 13 steps on the pyramid, as well as 13 arrows in the eagle's talon, and 13 stars and stripes on the seal.
1: There are almost 12 billion dollar bills floating around.
0: That's a whole lot. According to estimates from the Federal Reserve, there are 11.7 billion $1 bills in circulation. You may be surprised to know that the next most common bill out there is actually the $100 bill, with 11.5 billion of them in circulation. People seem to think that $2 bills are very rare. It turns out that there are 1.2 billion of them hanging around, which is not much less than the 1.7 billion $50 bills in circulation. So it appears as though $2 bills are not so rare after all.
1: Dollar bills are full of bacteria.
0: Of course they are. A study conducted by the US Air Force found that 94% of dollar bills contain bacteria. That's no surprise because so many people touch them.
1: There is a way to track your dollar bill.
0: This is pretty neat. There is a website called Where's George. If you enter the serial number on your dollar bill, you can track it and find out where it's been and continue to track it after you spend it. Okay, it's time to answer the question of the week. Which coins have ridges?
1: The dime and quarter have ridges, the penny and nickel are smooth.
0: And there is a good reason for this. The ridges make it harder to make fake coins. So it makes sense that the more valuable dimes and quarters have ridges. Do you want to take a guess how many ridges are on the quarter?
1: I think there are 100 ridges on the quarter.
0: That's a great guess. The correct answer is 119 ridges. That's a pretty random number. But this is what might surprise you. The dime, which is a lot smaller than the quarter, has 118 ridges, just one less than the quarter. That's because the ridges are much closer together on the dime. Now that we've learned a lot about money, let's talk to Brett to learn more.
1: Brett, thank you for being on the podcast.
2: Thank you, Jacob and Olivia, for having me on the podcast today. I am so excited to be here, and I work with individuals and families to help them to achieve their short-term and long-term goals.
1: Why do people keep their money in banks?
2: Great question, Olivia. People keep their money in the bank because they can trust that it will be safe. People also put money in the bank because it can help the money grow a little bit and turn into a larger amount by earning interest, which is like a reward the bank gives people for keeping that money in the bank.
1: What's the best way for little kids like me to save money?
2: That's another great question, Olivia. There's a lot of great ways for kids to save money. One way that children can save money is that instead of getting toys as presents, you can ask for money. You can then deposit that money in the bank and later on invest it. When you start investing at an early age, you have more years to let that money grow And compound over time so when that you need that money it is a much larger amount than you originally had another great way for you to save money is by doing chores around the house sometimes your parents will pay you for doing those chores and then you could take that money that you earned for doing the chores and put it in the bank and later on invest it you can also start a small business at a young age Maybe you might have a lemonade stand that you put up in front of your house on the weekends and you'll sell lemonade. You'll take the profits from that small business, put it in the bank, and later on invest it.
1: What can my parents do to save money for me to go to college?
2: Great question, Olivia. One way that parents save money for their children's education expenses is by opening up a 529 plan. This is also known as a College Savings Plan. The plan is designed to help your parents save money for your future education. Some parents will take money from each paycheck and deposit it into this plan. Other parents may make one contribution to this plan each year. Once the money is in the 529 plan, it is invested in the stock market and various different investment vehicles so the money can grow to help pay for your future education expenses.
0: Wow, that was fantastic. Those are some great tips for saving money. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast, 63 on money.
0: Great job, Olivia. A huge thank you to Brett for joining us and sharing his expertise. If you have something you are curious about, please email us at CuriousKidPodcast at gmail.com to let us know. Don't forget to check in next week to hear our big announcement for the year 2020. Stick around after the outro music to hear a promo from another great podcast called Super Media Bros. The Super Media Bros podcast covers everything pop culture, movies, music, television, and video games. The podcast is hosted by super funny best friends and new episodes are released weekly. All you mommies and daddies should give them a listen. Join us next week when we get curious about waterfalls. As always, thank you so much for listening and getting curious with us. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. Each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, video games, and much more. Put your shades on and listen to all episodes on SuperMediaBrosPodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Shades on.
1: We're off.